Good morning. My name is Sir William Ockham from the 1200s, and I am extremely old, but I will explain something called my principle of Ockham's razor, which means to cut away, to strip away any unnecessary entanglements that might come up in your processes, because the simplest explanation is usually the best. (laughs) All right, that was a horrible English accent. But today's podcast is for all HR managers, directors, whoever designs benefit, medical benefit plans, benefit coverages, dental plans, anything, generally any benefit. That is my impression of Sir or Friar William of Ockham, who has set forth in the 1200s Ockham's razor to cut away any unnecessary pieces. Okay, <clears throat> well, that's straight in my voice. Everybody, John Millen, Benefit Hackers. Anyone can make things complicated, but it takes strategy and thinking and genius sometimes to make it simple. It's opposite of what people think. And this is a principle that I have seen hold out in many different forms since I've been in business. Anyone can make things complicated. That does not take genius. Genius lies in the ability to take the complicated and make it simple. As Sir William Fryer of Occam did in 1200s. Therefore, he named a principle called Occam's Razor. Look it up. O-C-C-A-M. S, Razor. R-A-Z-O-R. To cut away. Why is that important in benefits? Because, oh my gosh, I've seen so many complicated, convoluted things called medical plan coverage. It's ridiculous, guys. Do not think because you make it complicated that that makes it better. It makes it worse. And I think I know why this is happening. But we'll get to that in a little bit. It makes it worse. How many of you like things simple in your life versus complicated? Just generally. Do you like things more complicated or more simple? It's easy. We all like things more simple. So why is it when it comes to specifically, I'll talk about group medical insurance, that people bolt together like 18 different pieces with these caveats and filters and if then, then that that no one understands, barely the people that designed it understand it, I can guarantee you the employees have no clue. And if the employees have no clue what it is, what is the freaking point of doing it? You have to get engagement from employees on your medical plan to reduce spend, period. That's one way. All right? Stop making it so complicated thinking you're smart. This is not an ego contest. This is not a complexity contest. Like who can make the most complex medical plan? This is a a plan that's designed to protect people in time of need for risk. That's what insurance does. You use the different insurance tools available and there's new ones coming on every once in a while, right? You use the tools that are available to reduce the risk, to engage the employee in their health care. Health insurance is not health care. They're not the same thing. 
So we're trying to turn our health insurance plan into some convoluted piece of HSA, HRA, high deductible, triple plans, in and out of network, tenure-based contribution, um, salary-based HSA and HRA contribution. I mean, it's, oh my God, I've seen so many recently that are so bad, 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 bad. The employees don't understand it. You don't want to make your medical plan so convoluted that no one understands it. Because then guess what? People don't use it. And when people don't use their medical plan, when they really should use their medical plan, do things typically get better or worse medically? Like if you have a pain in your side and you wait until it's excruciating and you can't move, was that a good idea or a bad idea? That was a bad idea. But if you don't understand your medical plan and all you remember from the meeting was, oh God, this, oh, I, all I remember is the deductible is 5000 And you kind of didn't understand the HSA money, the HRA money. Was it HRA at the beginning or is it the end? Is it the front end of the deductible? And then they said something about how much we make and shit, I don't remember. I mean, I kind of know how much I make, but I don't remember the chart and the chart's in some book. You get my point. It's too complicated. Simple, 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 simple. Please, brokers, if you're listening, or if you have a medical insurance rep, you think by making this bolted-on concoction of coverage smart, it is not. It's easy to make things complicated. It's very hard to make it simple. It's easier to throw in another medical plan and have four plan options than it is to consolidate those down to one and use some unique strategies like our zero deductible solution to make the coverage better, but reduce the complexity. That is very, that takes more thought, more strategy, more trial, more picking at it, looking at it, tweaking it. It's easy to throw a plan on the menu. And that's what I'm seeing. Throw another plan on, throw another plan. Now we've got three plans. Well, two plans are in network only and one is out of network and one is an HSA with contributions and one is have a FSA card and shit, I don't understand the difference between FSA and HSA and then there's this HRA thing. I have no idea what that is as an employee. You get my point? Make it simple, folks. Make it simple. Do not think, put your ego aside for a moment. Do not think because you've concocted this monstrosity of something called healthcare, health insurance plan, group medical with stuff on it, that that is better I'm telling you from 18 years of seeing things presented in group meetings to employees, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of meetings, 18 years is a long time in all kinds of industries. So I don't work in just the banking sector. I don't work in just the automotive sector. We have clients in a variety of sectors. So I see the nuances and it's consistent. I don't care if it's a room full of attorneys at a law firm or a room full of plumbers or electricians or construction guys. When you don't when you don't understand insurance, I don't care how much money you make, I don't care what your degree is, I don't care how what your IQ is. Sometimes understanding medical is difficult no matter who you are. 
This is not a function of how much you make or your job title. Trust me, I have had many conversations with people that you might consider, oh, they don't understand their benefits, and they really, they do understand it. And I've had the same conversation with someone that is super smart, like research center employees, people that think all day long that don't get it. So don't don't make this discriminatory, this uh, filter that you lay on people because of what they do, how much they make, where they come from. Trust me on this. I've seen it across the board. I've seen people, uh, just trust me, 18 years and 10,000 benefit counseling sessions that we've done in hundreds of group meetings has led me to these points I'm talking about. That's why we're benefit hackers. Because we have so much data, so much experience with real people. I hope this is helpful. Let me know at hackmybenefits.com. You know, the other thing that I've learned is asking for a second opinion is not a dumb idea. Asking for a second opinion is actually what? It's actually pretty darn smart. Because you're kind of saying to yourself, I don't know everything and I'm willing to learn. From someone that does this 60 hours a week or 50 hours or whatever many hours we work. And not just me. But five other people in my, on my, in my company, in my office, that do 50 hours a week, that's 300 hours a week that collectively we are engaging with people, working with companies, pitching new companies, solving problems. 300 hours a week. You can't possibly accumulate that much knowledge quickly when this is all we do. So get a second opinion, please. It's a sign of intelligence. It's a sign of confidence. When you can fill out a form, when I get an employer or an HR director or a CFO or an owner or president say, hey, John, I'm willing to talk. I understand this is just a talk. I understand there's no commitment. I understand you're not going to force me anything. I understand you're not going to use manipulation on me. Let's just have a conversation like I was your best friend and say, hey, John, here's what's going on. What do you think? Any ideas? Like, I'm tired of paying 20% a year every year. More, 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 more. And making the coverage worse, 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 worse. And now we're in a situation where I have a $7,000 deductible. With an HSA and HRA and FSA and all this complexity. Hackmybenefits.com. Hope this is helpful. You guys have a great day.